This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey guys, hey, welcome back to the Pat on Fan Podcast Network. This is John Rapp, and I'm here with Wes Motzinger from Mott's Custom Rods. Yes, sir. Did I get that right, man? You got it right. Man, I feel so professional here, everything. Heck yeah, man. I feel feel, feel like I'm getting it it done, getting it done right. So, hey, I know you have done some things here with Dubro. You've built some things with these guys. I have. A little uh, collaboration work. So last year we ended up getting contracted out to uh, do some series of rods for them to have at the ICAST last year. Um, so they'd have their display of uh, rod racks and stuff like that. And uh, so you know, we, we built some uh, spinning, some casting, um, and came up with their colors and everything to match their green and blue. Oh, and yeah, they had right their here. logo on it. Look at this beautiful green and blue behind us here. Like like Vanna White showing you guys. So, hey, man, so pull up that beautiful thing that you built for these guys. Show them some of the components and All right. some of the things that you work with. And, uh, so, what we have here is we got the microwave guide system. Um, that's one of our biggest things, and and we've, we've been doing it for, like, uh, we're going to be, got to be in the 10 years now of using that guide system. Um, and I think we were probably the first one in North Carolina to build with those. Uh, when they first came out about 2012 2013 when they came out um so we use a lot of american tackle components 
um, use either their stainless steel, which I think is probably one of the best, uh, you know, best all around. Yeah. Um, stainless steels. It doesn't rust like some other brands. Right. And uh, so we've been using it and their titanium. Their titanium is super, super light and super strong. Um, but yeah, we've done them and uh, done them in their blue and uh, blue and green, and it came out really pretty. And he was he was he was stoked about that. So you can see that right there. It looks pretty sharp. Pretty sharp. And, and he actually fishes with them as well. Yeah. So it's pretty neat. Hey, man, so tell tell everybody about your story, how you got involved, how you started doing this. Well, I mean, you're not, you, yeah, I mean, so I was, uh, you know, I was in the racing business um, all my life. Uh, from the time I was 17, uh, my dad got me, uh, got me into racing. My dad was into racing. Uh, he was more of a weekend kind of guy, um, went on the weekends with race teams didn't work in the shop and when I was uh, 17 and a junior in high school I actually went to work for a individual uh, we built race cars for uh, well they built race cars I swept the floor so uh, <laughs> I started out sweeping floor yeah. and making parts so we done that um, built race cars after that uh, and, and learned on that side of it but done that from 90, uh, 97 to graduated high school and, and then that deal kind of went away race teams weren't getting other people to build the race cars for them we did wood brothers uh at that time it was uh michael watrup and yeah. uh elliot sadler i think drove for him at that time too jeff bodine stuff we did a lot of their their cars Old uh, school, baby. bud moore we did all of bud moore stuff then but uh ended up um i went to at the same time i went to work for a machine shop working in a motor room and uh went to college for machining because that's where i was wanting to go and because uh, I'm very, I, I, I'm very particular, and I want everything like each guide wrap to be the same length. If it's a size six millimeter or five millimeter, I want everyone from there on to be the same. So I use calipers actually when I'm building rods nice. to make sure the guide wraps are the same length. So, you know, long story short, we ended up starting in '97 and went through the racing deal. Um, stayed at Childress, uh, Richard Childress Racing for 12 years um, with Clint Boyer and, and Kevin Harvick. Um, and then uh, in 2014, we ended up leaving and went to Michael Waltrips. Did that for a year. That deal went down. Yeah. And race teams are real unstable at this time. And so as soon as the money dries up, it's, it's, they don't even have enough to run for another year or two on their own. So I ended up, uh, I was working for Chip Ganassi and my mom he had some health issues. So I, I said I had enough of it and uh, went to actually work for Terry Labonte and Bobby Labonte doing a uh, – dirt car deal right so we ended up doing that and uh did that for four years built terry all of his rods for his for his offshore boat that fishes big rock and all these marlin tournaments and offshore tournaments so we done that um and i kind of got our you know we'd already actually started building rods for that though um in 2008 i actually started building rods because i couldn't get what i wanted uh couldn't get the kind of rod action i was looking for so i started my own in 2008 it's just a hobby it's just a build my own rod then next thing you know it just keeps growing and growing and growing and in 2020 uh right before covid i didn't even know covid was getting ready to do anything here we'd heard about it but yeah nothing had came about um i went on and done my uh let's see here i ended up 2020 about two weeks before it everything shut down um and i was like well, man this is the worst time to start your own deal uh I but you learned otherwise. Well, huh? and at that time, didn't know that that many people were going to go fishing, and, yeah. and that that they wouldn't. There wasn't more reels out there. You know, the reels weren't coming in. They were needing stuff repaired, and we also, I also real, you know, real do real repair, which 
your machining background ended up really helping you there, right? right? Yes, yes. So uh, we do a lot of, you know, everything from just servicing reels to super tuning, going in and polishing things up, putting bearings and drags. And then also, you know, do custom rods. Yeah. So at the time, I thought it was a bad idea. Uh, after about 260 days straight of working, building rods, I realized that, that we were we were taking off fast. So, and from then on, it's been been rocking. Now you've been doing some special builds here lately too, haven't you? I have. Um, so we do a lot of uh, just one-off stuff, or even you know, like a lot of custom stuff. We're getting ready to actually build some rods for a, a gentleman in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, he's coming out with a high-end um, kids rod. That's, that's so. That's where I was going. With We're that. getting that's uh, pretty sweet. So when we get back from this here, I will be leaving tomorrow actually, yeah. and I will be back in the shop on Saturday. Uh, knocking them out, getting them ready for the guy. And actually, he's already got an order for 12, and he's ordered another 12. So we've got to rock him out of there. That's awesome, man. Hey, so, okay, if, if anybody wants to know anything about you, how can they reach out to you, follow you, you uh, can, and find you on our social media? Yeah, so you can uh, you can go to Mott's Custom Rods and Reels. That's on, uh, on uh, Facebook. It's also uh, on uh, Instagram. You can also look up MottsCustomRods.com. Um, on the regular internet and everything like that, or and you can reach us through email that way. And then also we also have uh, you know email is uh, motscustomrods at uh, gmail .com. Now, folks, I just want you to remember what he talked about here. If you are looking for something for uh, a seven, eight, nine year old who's really getting into fishing, but you need something high end quality, you want something that doesn't break. It's incredibly solid but sensitive I think you need to give this man a call or look him up thank you yeah I mean we do the, the best we can with everything I mean we've tried a lot of different epoxies that will last longer um, that won't chip off uh, what I'm looking for a lot of times and even with these these kids rods the guy said I want something that the kid can fish with it and then when he's you know 30 some years later he has kids yeah. he can give that same rod to his kid to fish with so we look for stuff that we can hand down, something that won't just break on you. And, you know, it, in the same token, it really backfires on you because you don't sell more. Right. But you get return customers and you get loyal customers. If they got something that's breaking, that don't help you. Hey, we know how men are, man. Yeah. Men, fishing poles are like shoes to oh, yeah. women, baby. Yeah. And you I mean. You just can't buy one. No. And and, and I will I will attest, you know, I do, I do go strenuous. Just uh, really trying to make things break because I want to know where the breaking point on a rod is. Um, so we we do all kinds of testing with things and, and try to make stuff break. But uh, and you'll see stuff. I mean, you see stuff that you don't want, and that stuff goes to the side. It don't ever get. You know, I won't work with it. You know, if it's if it's something that it can compromise you. So hey, man, we appreciate you stopping by the booth here Definitely. at Paddle Fan Network. Definitely. Make sure you uh, folks out there that watch this show today. Share, like, and follow our pages, his pages. Come visit us. Always wear your PFD. Be safe on the water. John Rapp, we're out here.